Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR, HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Truth of Us. My name is Brendan D. Murphy. This is where we unleash truth and freedom with no holds barred, no fear, and no limits. Come and evolve beyond the matrix with me and thrive, not just survive. This is a realm of empowering, uncommon awareness. This is my Truth of Us. Hello and welcome to this episode of Truthverse. I'm your host, Brendan D. Murphy, and we are on HealthyLifeRadio.net. Thank you for joining me again for another week, another episode. Uh, what can I say? Uh, the world has gone absolutely crazy, bat poo-poo crazy. It is just an unfolding circus, the likes of which none of us living have ever seen, I'm pretty sure at this point, unless maybe you lived through World War II um, this is potentially an even bigger psyop, just in a different form. And um, the 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 circus sideshow nature of it has continued to become more and more exacerbated over the recent days since we last spoke. Um, as much as I'd love to, you know, focus on other things and do other things, I, I, I'm compelled to continue to talk about this. But at the same time, this episode we're going to talk about... Um, things on a different level and we're going to incorporate a little bit more metaphysics, a little bit more of a, yeah, a little bit more of a metaphysical philosophical kind of a a viewpoint here, because um, let's be honest. I mean, when you keep talking nuts and bolts, nuts and bolts, um, facts and figures and data, it it can get a little bit boring. And I think at this point, uh, if you've seen my, my truth verse episodes going back to, David Crow and Dr. Andrew Kaufman, then you're you're familiar with the fact that the the data doesn't support the idea that there were there was an actual genuine pandemic, and in fact we can take it a lot further than that, which we did in those interviews, and um, in the most recent episode where I pulled apart the you know the diagnostics and how they are producing meaningless results and fueling this fake pandemic with fake data, so. Let's get into some more interesting, in my view, uh, perspective on this, if I may. Now, um, I want to talk a little bit about masks. If you hear me, hear some little clicking there, it's just me um, moving some things around on my screen. So with the world being pressured and threatened and bullied into wearing masks, in in many places at least, I thought it's it's definitely interesting to stop and consider what a mask actually is. What is its symbolic meaning? What is what's in a mask? You might say. So, I'd like to kick this episode off officially with a quote from Rudolf Steiner, the great mystic of the early twentieth century, and he said, 
mankind must above all seek universality and the courage to look at things from all sides. And I could not agree more strongly with that sentiment. We really must start looking at things from a much less um, mono-dimensional point of view um, and, and become more multifocal and, and, you know, really work on seeing things, seeing contradictions and, and contradicting our, our assumptions and arguments and becoming a little bit more uh, diverse and aware of the multifaceted nature of things. And it's so crucial now, especially now, more than ever, um, in, my, in my view, that we question our assumptions and beliefs, the things that we've always taken for granted and just, you know, used it as a, as a form of psychological comfort, a safety net, something that reassures us, you know, stabilizes our worldview, stabilizes our egos and um, makes order of things, makes things um, understandable and sensible. We're making sense of things is what I'm trying to say, getting the words out eventually. Um, so let's, let's look at what's in a mask. What does it mean? These people all around us who are afraid of this so-called coronavirus and I say so-called for very good reason because I don't actually believe that anybody has really proved with a high level of evidence or, or high level of, um, yeah, high level of scientific evidence um, that there is a new coronavirus. Um, and in fact, one of the things I mentioned previously was that uh, in a fantastic ebook by David Crow called Coronavirus Panic, he learned by studying the SARS, so-called SARS epidemic, that um, no one had ever actually isolated a coronavirus before. And so if you, if you don't know what that means, please go back and check out previous episodes so I don't go off on a tangent here and, and get lost down there. So let's go into a mask. Now I'm going to read a post to you. It's not very long. It's a, something I put up, put up on Facebook um, uh, a couple of months ago when I uh, became frustrated with some of the things I was seeing, particularly the way that people were masking themselves uh, because government and media and Big Pharma and the UN told them to. Um, and, you know, people not questioning things. Uh, and that's something that drives me crazy when I can see that, that the sources of information are not good, they're not valid, or they're just downright dishonest. Uh, um, to watch people um, swallow it, hook, line and sinker just... Um, is absolutely galling in the extreme. And, and you know, it's because I, I want to see humans rise above this. I want to see humans demand a better standard um, and ask more of themselves and create something. We can create something amazing here, uh, an amazing experience for ourselves in life on this planet. This planet's amazing. Um, it gives us everything we need and we can create an incredible experience individually and collectively if we so choose. But to do that, we have to start operating a bit differently and, and moving away from some of our assumptions and belief structures that have held us back and starting to question them and examine them, the roots, the foundations. So anyway, my, my post was you know, born of a, a desire to challenge people and it might sound judgmental. I don't want, I don't want you to think it is that I am being judgmental. Um, although obviously it is, it is critical in nature. So here we go. What's in a mask? Roving bands of masked COVID conformists, the archetypal opposites of the bandit or outlaw, have visibly expressed their implicit unconscious desire for tyrannical control over their lives, perhaps even to the point of self-destruction. Destruction of their individuality and personal sovereignty, or sovereignty, some would say, their agency and responsibility, and destruction of the collective social fabric too, which we are seeing more and more of, 
particularly in New Zealand and Australia, funnily enough. So how, why, how are they indicating this? Simply by obeying the dictates of transparently corrupt, insane and noxious governments and transnational, transnational entities like the World Health Organization. That these entities are in fact criminal and bent on removing all freedom and spontaneous human expression, truth, beauty and goodness in the world is evident to anyone who sees through the fear porn and refuses to wear these ineffectual socio-medical props. Masks, which must surely look like a tissue of huge open windows to tiny RNA fragments dubbed viruses. They'd laugh at these useless devices if they could laugh at all, surely. So what is a COVID mask? Well, firstly, it's a visible reminder of the invisible, in my view, contrived danger of an as yet unproved virus. That is, if you believe the propaganda, sneaking around trying to breach our immune defences and kill us, which is a notion, as I keep stressing, that is unsupported by any real data of any quality. The system wants and needs people to remain afraid so they cannot think critically and overthrow the creeping fascist imposition. And a mask is a brilliant stage prop to keep people voluntarily submitting to fear and then to get them to buy into the solution to the concocted problem that the big farmer, the big farmer and the who, the World Health Organization and our loving governments will provide us. Except in the USA where Trump is simply not playing the game, that is. It's problem reaction solution right in front of and literally on our faces. On one level, a mask is a status prop also, signifying at least for some people, a surface level care for other humans, but also deeper down, perhaps a naive self-concern that has been steadily massaged into neurotic fear of all others, all other people. And indeed, even animals are being falsely implicated in this fiasco. So the mask is a wall against reality. It's a rejection of humanity, a signifier of disconnection, a confession of abject disempowerment and the abrogation of your own will to the will of your masters or master. We use our mouths to speak our mind. So what does muzzling yourself mean then? Does that mean you have no mind of your own to speak or that you're simply unwilling to do so? Do you lack the courage of your convictions? Additionally, a mask is a fictional overlay, separating the true being from reality, camouflaging them. So it's a temporarily, temporarily assumed false identity or false reality, donned either wittingly or unwittingly, depending, but always for a purpose. And in the case of COVID-19, or I should say COVID-19, the mask is imposed by external agencies who are bad actors, and uh, that is a pun, uh, who operate under the mind-numbing and spurious rationale of, quote, for the greater good. It's always for the greater good, folks. While they, meanwhile, frenetically engage in psychological terrorism against the very people they offer their, quote, health advice to. So right now, these masks, these pseudo-selves, are the chosen garb of those currently enslaved to fear and paranoia. And they are an insidious anti-life, sorry, the system itself that they are enslaved to is an insidious anti-life control system which has actually pathologically inverted reality to the point where much, maybe even most of the population now around the world currently believes that black equals white because, well, the government and the media told them so and they're not interested in asking any questions. 
It may interest you to find out that masks and muzzles used to be worn by slaves. Masks, I should say. Muzzles are, in fact, still worn by some canines. They're put on them by their masters. And these canines, these dogs, have been silenced and, if you like, um, figuratively speaking, defanged by their masters, rendered harmless. So they're seen, but they're not heard. Their will has been overpowered and they submit. So in this unnatural and asymmetrical dynamic, the master they may then abuse their pet or property without the risk of losing a hand. And the society as a whole right now is being sold a defanging and muzzling program by the social engineers who are themselves terrified that at any minute, humankind under the cosmic level compression of an unparalleled and epoch-making psyop may just wake up and bite back. And Berlin, folks, has the right idea. And as you saw over a week ago now, I believe it was, over one million um, citizens took to the streets in protest of the fascist imposition, the fascist medical imposition, the medically justified tyranny that they were being um, swamped by. And they took a stand against it. And it is a numbers game, folks. I mean, those are the kinds of numbers that can be game-changing. And there was no need for violence. There is no need for violence. We just need people en masse in numbers to stand up, make a stand, and um, demand and force change in, in the direction of freedom and rational, rational thinking based on actual real evidence, which we don't have right now. So wearing one of these pointless face masks is a tacit, albeit unconscious, admission that you concur with your masters muzzling you and controlling your mind with fear porn and muting your voice, a voice that could resonate waves of truth and dissent into the false matrix and tear down the globalist's apparatus of terror and control and restore truth, beauty and goodness to their rightful place at the apex of human values. Now imagine the world we might birth if all of us actually had the courage of our convictions. It is your choice, my mask-wearing brothers and sisters. Do you value freedom enough to unmuzzle yourself or do you only want enough freedom to do as you're told? Now, it's a very interesting discussion to be had around the legal or lawful side of things, the, a very interesting law discussion around masks and persons and persons who wear masks. And this has to do with who we think we are at law. And the reality is that a massive, massive deception has taken place a number of years ago. And, and uh, if memory serves me correctly, it goes back to 16, the year 1666. And long story short, we, we were put into a situation where we were deemed to be basically dead. We were essentially declared dead. And, and that has been the way that, and I'm talking on a legal level here, folks, ladies and gents. Um, so our legal capacity, if you like, was reduced or our lawful capacity was annihilated and we were reduced to a slave-like status as these dead legal fictions. Uh, what happens to, to us when we are born, typically in the developed world, is that we get given a birth certificate and we are registered in the system and we get this, this uh, name printed on the certificate that has, um, it looks like your name, it looks like it's, it's talking about you, but it has these all caps um, words. So you'll, you'll notice your family name or your surname is written in all caps. 
And that is because it's actually not you. It's actually your legal entity, this legal fiction that they have assigned you. And the deception is that we end up thinking that it is us. But what we are is not a legal fiction. We are not an all-caps entity. We are actually living men and women. This is something that's becoming increasingly discussed and talked about at the moment. Um, It is something that has the capacity, this knowledge, if we grasp it and really get our heads around it, it puts us in a place of tremendous power and we can do amazing things with this perspective. Now, this is just, I'm just scratching the surface here. I'm just barely scratching the surface because I want you to understand if you've never heard these concepts before, you really need to know who you are at law. You need to know that you're a living man or living woman or spirit within a man or woman. You're not in legal terms. You're not a person. You're not a uh, human being. And we're going to look at the term person. And we're also going to look at the term mask and see what they mean um, and what the etymological history of these words actually is. Keeping in mind the, um, you know, what I just read to you, this post that I wrote about masks and what they represent, the subjugation of individual will to a uh, higher power or authority, um, in this case, a totalitarian authority masquerading as an, uh, a, uh, a benevolent force. So if we go to etymologyonline.com and we look at the term person, we find something quite interesting. So going back to approximately the year 1200, person, an individual or a human being, that was the, the way it was understood from the old French persona, human meaning human being or anyone, a person. It comes directly also from the Latin persona, which is a human being, a person, a personage, or a part in a drama, or an assumed character, person. Originally, persona in Latin, the Latin meant mask, or a false face, a mask or a false face, person. How interesting. So, such as those of made of wood or clay covering the whole head, worn by the actors, in uh, later Roman theatre. Also, there was an offering of person as meaning or being related to the Latin personare, meaning to sound through, to sound through. So, for example, you know, the mask is something that is spoken through. Um, One possible etymological source there. In legal use, ladies and gents, person is taken to mean corporate body a corporate body or corporation other than the state and having rights and duties before the law Uh, you don't really want to be a person under most circumstances ladies and gents you need to understand who you really are at law living man or woman not a legal fiction corporation person so if that's confusing you let's come back to i hope it's not i hope that's making some sense but let's come back to the other term that my post was focusing on, which was mask. Now, at etymologyonline.com, we find, going back to the 1530s, that it means, that the word mask means a cover for the face or a false face, just as person also means a false face. Okay, so next it also may be traced back to the Arabic mascara, meaning buffoon 
or mockery or from also traced back to Sakira. And I don't know if, I, don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Sakira meaning to be mocked or ridiculed. So that's an interesting piece of etymology there to be mocked or ridicu- ridiculed. Mascara, Sakira, rocked, mocked, ridiculed in relation to masks. Because right now it looks like the elite are certainly mocking and ridiculing the masses by forcing them to wear these or encouraging in some places, forcing in others to wear these ridiculous stage props that actually don't do anything other than insidiously undermine your health. They do nothing to protect it whatsoever. Um, And the best thing I can say to you as as far as masks, the kinds of masks that people are wearing are concerned is if you're doing, you know, uh, open heart surgery or something, okay, yeah, wear a mask. Um, You don't want to sneeze into someone's chest cavity. But other than that, it's not really any use and it's not protecting you from any imaginary viruses. Now, I'm going to come back to this and we're going to continue the discussion on masks and move, move it forward. We're going to move it into more metaphysical and abstract areas. So stay with me for that. You are listening to Truthiverse, and we are on HealthyLifeRadio.net. I'm your host, Brendan D. Murphy. We'll be back after the break. Get ready to work smarter, not harder. Brendan D. Murphy's ebook, The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing, does just that and shows you the possibilities of how to maximize profit to put in your pocket. The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing shows you the ins and outs to discover how to leverage the system, tools, and automation to make passive income while you enjoy the lighter side of life. Get The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing at brendandmurphy.com pocket. That's brendandmurphy.com pocket. You have too little time to shop, so try Farm Fresh to you. They deliver organic food the way nature intended, delivered straight to your home or office, economically. Visit our web advertiser page and click on Farm Fresh to you now. The Grand Delusion is the book that can prove consciousness is at the root of creation. It strips away the veil of materialism and heals the division between science and spirituality. It provides a new intelligent foundation and direction for civilization to take in the 21st century and beyond. Personally, get ready to go to your next level on multiple counts as The Grand Delusion by Brendan D. Murphy illuminates the truth so you can be part of the solution for a better, happier world. Get your copy now at brendandmurphy.com slash TGI. Audiobooks gives you instant access to over 50,000 of the best sellers and hottest book titles in romance, mystery, fiction, and many other genres. Just visit healthylife.net's advertiser page and click on audiobooks to get started. You have options. Even if the economy is down, you can help protect yourself with multiple revenue streams to help you through these fast-changing times and beyond. If you're serious about exploring your options, then head to brendandmurphy.com future to check out the free training session. You can start adapting your future and learn to set up a fully functional affiliate marketing ad campaign step-by-step. You can learn how to use social media to make a living. So start by going to brendandmurphy.com future. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net Hello. 
Hello and welcome back to Truthiverse with Brendan D. Murphy. We are on HealthyLifeRadio.net and we are looking at the deeper meaning behind masks and terms like person and the historical uh, associations and etymology of person and mask, the words. So we've seen that uh, when we're talking about a mask, we're talking about a false face. Also, the term person has been used to mean a mask or a false face. So they can be equivalent things. And I find it very interesting that now uh, we are mandating the use of these false faces, these false identities, um, all under the name of protecting ourselves, in the name of protecting ourselves from a virus no one's actually properly proved to exist. So we traced back these terms to the 1200s, the 1500s, and it's a very interesting journey etymology, but we won't dwell on it too much longer. Uh, let's go into health, a, a quick discussion on health, because let's be honest, there's clearly a lot of confusion out there as to what it takes to be healthy and what it takes to avoid disease. Now, the way I look at it is as, as a long-time health nut, a health fanatic, you might say, um, someone who just simply holds a very high standard for myself in terms of how I look after myself, my nutrition, my hydration, um, the kind of training that I do, all that kind of stuff. Um, it, health is such a multifaceted thing, but you're either, the way I look at it is you're either building health or you're building disease. Either way, it's on you. It's up to you, the individual. No one out there in the world can protect me from myself. No one out there can prevent me from causing myself an illness or disease symptoms if I'm not looking after myself properly and doing the right things. You know, if I'm stressing my body's pH systems chronically and forcing my body to release um, things like magnesium, for example, or calcium from my bones to neutralize the, the um, acidosis, I mean, that is a, a, a real problem. And ultimately, you know, if you listen to Robert Young and I interviewed him, he was the, um, uh, I think, the most recent episode, Dr. Robert Young, you know, he's pioneered this field of research into pH and how crucial it is that we maintain the correct pH, which is somewhere like 7.3 uh, in a very, very narrow range. And stressing it, pushing it out of that range is actually a, a real source of stress. And most of us are chronically in that state of stress and the body's constantly having to buffer itself. So there's so many things that health involves and it has nothing to do with wearing a mask or not wearing a mask, these false faces. Absolutely nothing to do with that. Um, I look at it as simply, it, 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 is, it does come down to principles and I think Robert Young makes it very easy in terms of principles because it's, it's down to alkalinity or acidity. And I'm just trying to maintain my pH system in the correct balance. So I'm eating alkaline foods. You know, I'm, I'm trying to minimize, doing my best to minimize exposure to other sources of stress. Uh, for example, electromagnetic fields. Uh, there are so many different things we can do. For example, I drink 9.5 pH water. It's electrolyzed water. So it's, it achieves that pH by uh, not through chemicals, but through electrolysis. Um, you know, movement is crucial. Our state of mind, our state of spirituality, um, the kind of life that we're leading, are we fulfilled? Are we not fulfilled? Are we in a state of grief? What are, what are our emotional conditions like? These are all the things that 
create uh, shifts in our genetic expression. This is the field of epigenetics. Um, and this all comes down to, to you, to look after yourself, to make these, um, to use these forces and, and uh, stimuli in, in the appropriate ways and, and utilize, utilize your, um, your genoplasticity in a way that actually supports your health rather than the opposite. So wearing mask has nothing to do with that. You, even if you are correct in the belief that there are these tiny, tiny viruses flying around trying to get into your body, um, you know, the simple fact is that exposure doesn't equal uh, disease, just being exposed to it. I mean, we're constantly exposed to a billion different microbes of all sorts all day long. And um, most of the time, the reality is we're not sick. So it's not a simple it's not as simple as exposure means you get sick. Uh, it just doesn't work like that. There are so many things that we we need to be mindful of, especially now in our technological civilization, which is a source of a billion and one different stressors to the cellular system and the pH system. Um, so we really have our, our work cut out for us. And unfortunately, regrettably, wearing a mask doesn't improve your chances whatsoever. In fact, I've watched now at least two live demonstrations of, of um, well, live tests of these masks using CO2 meters. And within seconds, the CO2 content inside the mask goes through the roof far beyond levels that are deemed safe. And um, obviously wearing that for hours on end, it just doesn't make any sense. If you're trying to be healthy, you don't, you don't want to throw out your oxygen co2 balance and be breathing in your respiratory waste for hours on end that just doesn't make sense so you can see that in this world of inversion that the recommendation or the mandate to wear a mask which shoots your co2 levels through the roof almost immediately is something that does not serve the people it serves another agenda entirely and it is a reminder a visual reminder that we are supposed to be afraid. We're supposed to be scared. We're supposed to look at each other askance. We're supposed to look at the next person and, and wonder, you know, are they going to make us sick? Are they carriers? Are you going to be the person who kills me with COVID? You know, it's, it's psychological terrorism and we keep falling for it. You know, if you stop wearing the mask, if we all stop wearing the masks, um, we would not have these constant visual reminders of this fictitious terror that is supposedly assaulting us right now, which clearly is not. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some very amusing things lately. For example, the channel, there's a channel nine, uh, which is one of the Australian um, primary Australian bastions for globalist propaganda. One of our major mainstream uh, TV stations on their Facebook page. They recently put a post up asking, is anyone, does anyone out there know somebody with COVID-19? And the comments they got back were just hilarious. They were absolutely smashed by people who are aware that this is a scam. And just it was just the, the mockery and ridicule was, was very, very funny. So it, I don't think I saw a single comment from someone who, who actually said, yeah, I know someone with COVID-19. Everybody was just there going, well, clearly, you know, if you have to ask and if you're trying so hard to find one, what does that say about the so-called pandemic? If they're so hard to find all these sick people, where the hell are they? Um, if there's so many of them, where are they? Clearly, the pandemic is not what it's been cracked up to be. And with that, ladies and gents, we'll take a quick break. I'm Brendan D. Murphy. This is Truthiverse. We are on HealthyLifeRadio.net. I'll be right back. 
There's a master class in self-evolution called Evolve Yourself. It helps you become the best version of yourself and even goes beyond your expectations. Once activated, Evolve Yourself continues to guide and mold you on your path towards enlightenment automatically. Like it's on autopilot. Imagine spiritual growth and healing as you are made aware of a simple method to trigger a massive mind-body-spirit upgrade. It's easy to begin your transformation process. Watch the free online masterclass at EvolveYourself.live. EvolveYourself.live. For the best in business class travel, count on Cheapo Air. Cheapo Air has the best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service, and easy booking online or by phone. To experience your hassle-free journey, start by going to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Cheapo Air. Looking for an online business? Well, look no further. On BrendanDMurphy.com, you can join the Affiliate Institute. You'll get the skill set and core tools you need to help you be a successful online entrepreneur. It's taught by some of the best people in the business like Cameron George, but what's even better, you can earn as you learn. Only the Affiliate Institute teaches you what to do and provides you amazing high-ticket offers that you can immediately sell. So start your online business today by going to brendandmurphy.com playbook. Constant Contact and your small business make a perfect fit for marketing. They give you what you need to succeed. Fast and easy email marketing at your fingertips. Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Constant Contact to start your marketing. Have you heard about electrolyzed water? You know water is the foundation of life, and in these times you want to keep your immune system strong and robust. That's where electrolyzed water may help. It's hydrogen-rich with lots of antioxidants, so it may help you stay hydrated, maintain great health, and boost your energy too. This technology is made by an industry-leading Japanese company that has been going strong for 45 years. Change your water, change your life at brendandmurphy.com slash kangen, spelt K-A-N-G-E-N. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to Truthiverse with Brendan D. Murphy. We're on HealthyLifeRadio.net and um, we're discussing the symbolic meaning of masks and terms like person and mask, the history of them, and what it means now. And I was getting onto the track of talking about law and who we are at law, really, and the difference between being a man or a woman versus being a person. Person, of course, is a legal entity. It is a legal fiction. This is not who we want to be, not where we want to be. It's not where our power lies. And let me help put this in context for you a little bit. So... Here is the hierarchy of law, if you like, at, at the base level or at the top of the pyramid. Visualize a pyramid. At the top of the pyramid, you have the creator, whatever that looks like in your mind, however you conceptualize the creator, that's at the top of the pyramid, right? Creator comes first. Now, a level down from that is the created, and that includes human beings in the natural world. So human beings are a step down from the creator. And under human beings are the human beings' creations. For example, courtrooms, um, legal societies, lawyers, barristers, the bar, bar association, all this stuff, cities. Um, these are creations of humans who were created by the creator. So that's the hierarchy of, of law and power and standing at law. Firstly, the creator at the top of the pyramid humans underneath, and then the creations of humans like 
parliament and the roles of politicians, certain offices, um, you know, lawyers and legal system and all this stuff. These are, these are created entities, entities created by humans. So they do not have power over humans unless it's by consent. The, the created being, created entity, does not get to determine um, what's what for the creator. It's, it's an inversion of the natural order. And that's what's happened. We've had the natural order inverted. And these legal fictions and these treasonous government entities have and corporations have taken over and uh, uh, have been calling the shots for far too long. And so we need to turn the pyramid back the right way up and put the creator of all at the top and human beings underneath, which places human beings, living, sorry, living men and women, and I'm not using the human beings in a, in a legal sense because, you know, legalese is actually a different language, but living men and women are above these legal fictions, politicians, governments, and all that kind of stuff. And that's crucial to understand. That's where our power lies. So this has all been turned on its head, and it's been turned on its head as part of a deliberate systemic and systematic deception to disempower humans and harvest our energy and our sweat equity. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the some of the um, some of Steiner's concepts, actually, some of his ideas and perceptions. Now, Steiner was a, the uh, the German genius behind Waldorf schools and you know Steiner schools and this kind of stuff. He um, he was a seer. He was a clairvoyant, and he had access to these other other realms, realms of interiority, realms in inside, if you like, the human psyche, the collective unconscious. And um, he was a highly intelligent man, very perceptive. He spoke about Araman and Lucifer. And I'm going to get into that over the next few minutes, talking about the Aramanic times that we live in and what that, how that sort of connects into what we're seeing here around the world with the, the rise of this sort of medical fascism and the, the clampdown on human freedom, the clampdown on freedom of expression, freedom of choice, freedom of movement, um, you name it, it's all being wiped out right now by this Aramanic force. And for Steiner, Araman was the equivalent of the biblical Satan, uh, not Lucifer, however. That was a separate entity as far as he was concerned. Now, and, and they were, in, in a sense, kind of opposing forces, but not always working in opposition, if that makes sense. So to define Araman for you, this is... And the force of Araman, like he spoke of, Sina spoke of, of it as, as a being. And um, I want to, if that, if that is a little bit too far beyond the pale for you, I would say think of it as more of an archetypal entity, um, a force that seeks expression through the collective consciousness. And um, it takes the form of dry dry intellect it takes the form of materialism it takes the form of reductionism um the religion of araman is is scientism it's the the idea that the world is just this giant the universe is just this huge sort of clockwork machine that's all that exists there's nothing beyond the three dimensions the physical senses or anything that you know our machines can measure um and this is this is kind of the worldview that has pervaded for quite some time now uh ever since you know we had galileo and copernicus and you know this worldview was developed by geniuses like isaac newton but unfortunately it was turned into a reductive religion 
And it stripped, it was used to strip away spirit, knowledge of the spirit and self-awareness from humans and reduce us to these kind of parodies of ourselves where we, we're walking around thinking that we're just these, it's, it's like believing that you're a flatlander when you're actually a three-dimensional being. Uh, you know, what we have is three-dimensional beings who are actually multi-dimensional and infinite, believing that they are nothing more than three-dimensional beings. And this is part of the Aramanic force in its expression, how it expresses itself. And it, what it seeks, as far as Sina was concerned, was control, absolute dominion, domination of humanity and control. And you can see a, a really great example of this taking shape right now under the, the fake pandemic where we have governments like the New Zealand government, um, the Australian government, particularly the Victorian government, eliminating freedom in, in many of its basic, most basic forms. You know, the elimination of your ability to leave your house at will freely um, is now, we're, we're, it's something we're now witnessing. Um, you know, not allowed to travel more than five kilometres from your house in Victoria. Uh, not allowed to cross state lines now. Uh, we can't go from New South Wales into Queensland. This is all an expression of the aromatic force. So Steiner took it as a, he, he spoke of Araman as a being. And I'm saying, you know, if you're not comfortable with that, just think of it as more of an impersonal archetypal force um, or, you know, some kind of transpersonal entity that, flows through and into the human psyche, all of our psyches. And it's, it's present and active to some degree in everybody. And that's, that's um, important to understand. But uh, he actually believes that, sorry, believed that in the early part of the third millennium, we would witness an actual human who, was, who became or, or was the physical incarnation of Araman, the entity Araman, physically incarnated in a human body. So with that, I'm going to come back and elaborate on that just after the break. You're listening to Truthverse. I'm Brendan D. Murphy, and this is HealthyLifeRadio.net. I'll be right back. You can help reset and optimize your metabolism and help turn your fat into fuel. Want something that can help you do just that in just 10 days? Then you need to try the 10-Day Ketone Challenge. It may even trigger cell repair and regeneration that may help to slow down the aging process. With the 10-Day Ketone Challenge, there's no meal planning or long-term commitments. Go to brendandmurphy.com challenge and jump right in. brendandmurphy.com challenge. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. The truth and nothing but the truth, but it's spelled T-R-O-O-T-H. Truth is a new social media network that elucidates the censored information that Facebook and search engines have suppressed and don't want you to see. Created by Brendan D. Murphy, it's a platform run by truth seekers for truth seekers, a place where freedom of speech is protected as the highest value. Connect with a community of fellow truth seekers. Visit brendandmurphy.com truth. Truth can set you free. It's spelt T-R-O-O-T-H. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. 
So go to the advertiser page and click on rock.com now. Get ready to work smarter, not harder. Brendan D. Murphy's ebook, The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing, does just that and shows you the possibilities of how to maximize profit to put in your pocket. The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing shows you the ins and outs to discover how to leverage the system, tools, and automation to make passive income while you enjoy the lighter side of life. Get The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing at brendandmurphy.com pocket. That's brendandmurphy.com pocket. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. Welcome back to Truth of Earth, ladies and gents. I'm Brendan D. Murphy, your host, and this is HealthyLifeRadio.net. Um, we were talking about the force of Araman, the entity Araman, and these Steiner, Steinerian notions and ideas. It's very interesting reading, let me tell you that, um, and going into the mind of Steiner and seeing how he was putting things together. Now, as I was saying, Araman is, is a force that seeks to dominate and control. It's a suppressor. It's, uh, it's like it's the boot, the military boot on the, the human face. Uh, and the... The Luciferic force was something quite different to Steiner. He he considered Lucifer to be associated with the concept of a devil, not Satan. They were two different things as far as he was, he was concerned. Now, the Luciferic energy, if you like, was something that was striving towards uh, transcendence and, and freedom and, um, you know, reaching for the heavens kind of thing. Um, I would say, you know, the, the fable of, Prometheus is a, a, an expression of the sort of um, an allegorical expression of the Luciferic force. So it, it can become, uh, if we let it run rampant, the Luciferic energy can take us too far and it takes us too far out of our heads, out of our bodies. It's disembodying. It's, it makes us fantasy prone and ungrounded and leads us into um, hallucinatory kinds of experiences. But ultimately, what it's striving for is is universal freedom, freedom, absolute, unrestrained, unhinged freedom. So what Steiner saw was that human beings represented the the midpoint or the balancing point between the Luciferic energy and the Aramanic energy. So the the uprising, freedom-seeking energy of of the Luciferic um, dynamic and then the downward uh, pressing, suppressive energy energy of Araman. And he, he was saying that Araman as it has been influencing us since the middle of the 15th century, so the 1400s, uh, the Middle Ages, in point of fact. And, um, and you know, we see this in, in the totalitarianist tendencies of institutions like the, the Catholic Church, for example, and, you know, the, the Inquisition. You know, this is a, a massive a massive Aramanic um, kind of an enterprise, you know, the stamping out of all forms of uh, whatever it is that's deemed to be unacceptable or disapproved of, you know, it's just total fascism and, and domination. So what Steiner saw was that early in the third millennium, and he he was talking about this from the point of view of actual experience, his clairvoyant experiences um, in the supersensible worlds, what he called the supersensible worlds, he believed or he witnessed 
um, a sort of preview of the future where in the early third millennium, which, by the way, we are in now in the early parts of the third millennium, we would actually, humanity would be challenged by the physical incarnation of Araman into a human being. And he would be, you know, the kind of person who tells you what you want to hear, um, a real psychopath, but, you know, the, the, a high-level, high-functioning psychopath, you know, probably charming, witty, erudite, and all that kind of thing, but ultimately just a complete dictator in waiting. And um, we had the, you know, Steiner spoke of this, this triad, humanity, the Luciferic force, and the aromatic force, and humanity being the balance point. And it was represented by, this, this midpoint was represented by the Christ impulse or the Christ energy. And in the Gnostic mythos, this was um, Christos, so if you look at the Gnostic, um, um, Gnostic myth, you know, I see some similarities and parallels there. You know, for example, Yaldabaoth, the, the Gnostic demiurge, would represent Araman, the Aramanic energy. You know, Yaldabaoth was an offshoot of uh, Sophia who created Yaldabaoth by accident and he became this, this strange sort of um, god entity that thought it ruled everything and, and owned everything. Uh, humanity and wanted to control and dominate. So there's there's some interesting parallels there, and it, and it really invites further deeper discussion. But this is this is the challenge that Steiner thought we were going to face in the <clears throat> excuse me the early part of the third millennium. We would have to deal with this incarnation of Araman, and from what I can see, we are actually paving the way for um, a very disturbing challenge ahead, which is I'm going to have some water here. A very disturbing challenge where this this tyrant or would be tyrant rises to power and, and manages unfortunately to catch most of humanity unaware because we're we're stuck in this materialistic paradigm with no sense of spirit, no sense of deeper truth beyond superficial appearances. And this entity incarnates and um essentially tries to enslave humanity. And if you're paying careful attention at the moment, you can see that we are experiencing what may well be the early stages of this um, or a, uh, a prelude to this, this incarnation, if you like. And, you know, you can think of it as an archetypal force being incarnated into maybe particularly in a particularly concentrated way into a single human being. Um, or you could think of it as an entity, if you like, as Steiner did, a being, an individualized kind of being um, in the psychic realm. So, Interestingly, humans as a threefold entity were that concept was abolished by the Eighth Ecumenical Council of Constantinople in 869 AD. And from then we've had, instead of that original trichotomy, the three principles we've had, we've been reduced to a dichotomy, which is that we are basically just, you know, body and, and soul. And we lost the we lost spirit according to Steiner's viewpoint. Um, what we've seen in the world of science is that we've just become a bunch of meat sacks, meaningless, in a meaningless universe. And um, that is to our downfall. That, in Steiner's view, served Araman's purposes very nicely to be able to come in and catch us unawares and without any spiritual vision or insight and to enact this agenda of total domination. And um, if you want to see what that looks like, well, look at communist China, look at what is happening and unfolding in New Zealand right now. Look at what happened under Stalin in Russia. Uh, look at what's happening in Victoria and Australia right now. And you'll see 
uh, a little bit of an insight into what life under a um, aromatic dictatorship would look like. You're actually being given a, a preview of it right now. And um, let me tell you, more and more Kiwis, New Zealanders are getting extremely uh, peed off at the situation that they're in, the tyranny that's been foisted on them under under uh, the, the medical guys, under the the banner of COVID-19 prevention, which of course is complete garbage, absolute garbage without a shred of factual evidence to support it. So we're in for a very interesting time ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and um, I think this conversation, this thread could be picked up and pulled on some more in a future episode where we can go further into Steiner and his thoughts and his, his outlook. In the meantime, we'll go to a quick break. This is Truthverse with Brendan D. Murphy, and we are on HealthyLifeRadio.net. Don't go away. I'll be right back. The truth and nothing but the truth, but it's spelled T-R-O-O-T-H. Truth is a new social media network that elucidates the censored information that Facebook and search engines have suppressed and don't want you to see. Created by Brendan D. Murphy, it's a platform run by truth seekers for truth seekers, a place where freedom of speech is protected as the highest value. Connect with a community of fellow truth seekers. Visit brendandmurphy.com truth. Truth can set you free. It's spelt T-R-O-O-T-H. You have too little time to shop, so try Farm Fresh to you. They deliver organic food the way nature intended, delivered straight to your home or office, economically. Visit our web advertiser page and click on Farm Fresh to you now. Have you heard about electrolyzed water? You know water is the foundation of life, and in these times you want to keep your immune system strong and robust. That's where electrolyzed water may help. It's hydrogen-rich with lots of antioxidants, so it may help you stay hydrated, maintain great health, and boost your energy, too. This technology is made by an industry-leading Japanese company that has been going strong for 45 years. Change your water, change your life at brendandmurphy.com slash kangen, spelt K-A-N-G-E-N. Roku is like having your own video library with over 300,000 choices. And it's the best way to get Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and so much more. There's a Roku player for every budget. So go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on the Roku banner. You can help reset and optimize your metabolism and help turn your fat into fuel. Want something that can help you do just that in just 10 days? Then you need to try the 10-Day Ketone Challenge. It may even trigger cell repair and regeneration that may help to slow down the aging process. With the 10-Day Ketone Challenge, there's no meal planning or long-term commitments. Go to brendandmurphy.com challenge and jump right in. brendandmurphy.com challenge. Eclectic talk with a positive twist. Healthylife.net. Welcome back to Truthiverse with Brendan D. Murphy on HealthyLifeRadio.net. And we're wrapping up a discussion about <clears throat> Araman, this Steinerian concept that Rudolf Steiner, the German mystic, has, has spoken of quite a lot and written. Um, his, his, his speeches and talks have been put down in, in uh, books and it makes very interesting reading indeed. And we were just discussing that in, in relation to what's unfolding on the planet at the moment and under the, the guise of COVID-19 prevention. Um, 
But of course, ladies and gents, you've got to have a laugh at the insanity unfolding around us in Tanzania a few months back, I believe it was. They um, tested pawpaw and a goat for COVID-19 and they both came out positive. And interestingly enough, they actually did that blindly. So the people doing the tests actually didn't know where the sources came from, which was quite brilliant. But um, after the results came out, the um, president of Tanzania kind of backtracked and, and said, oh, well, the, you know, the kits are, must be faulty. They must not be working right. Meanwhile, recently, just in the last day or two, I think it was, the, uh, we've had Brazilian chicken wings that have tested positive for COVID, ladies and gents. So if you didn't think this was ridiculous before, um, we've got chicken wings, pawpaw, and goats now testing positive for COVID-19. I think I read somewhere recently that a sample of petroleum had also tested positive for COVID-19. So that uh, poor old petrol, get that thing on a sick bed and get it a, a blankie and a hot water bottle. Poor thing. Hopefully it'll have a quick recovery. Um, this is farcical, ladies and gents. So remember to laugh at it. Remember to dig behind the scenes, beneath the surface, and ask questions. Always ask questions. Keep challenging the narrative, thinking critically, and remember to stay in your center and check in with your spirit as often as possible. And with that thought, I will leave you and your goat and pawpaw or whatever else you're using for companionship at the moment, and we'll see you again next week for the next episode. Take care till then. I'm Brendan D. Murphy. This has been Truthiverse on HealthyLifeRadio.net. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Truthiverse on HealthyLife.net Radio. I've been your host, Brendan D. Murphy. And you can find the show notes and video for this episode at Truthiverse.com. For more of my work and my writing, head to BrendanDMurphy.com. And remember, my friends, that freedom begins with truth. See you next episode. Rock on.